and welcome to your Everyday Mindfulness, brought to you by me, Christine Charles, radio presenter for the Health and Wellbeing Show and Radio Plus Commentary, which airs every Saturday from 10am till 12 noon. Aside from being a radio presenter, I have spent the past 10 years helping to develop leaders, individuals within corporates as well as non-corporate environments as a coach, trainer and facilitator in the areas of leadership, personal and professional development. If you want to find out more about me, then simply go to Next Step Coaching Christine Charles. If you'd like to know more about the Health and Wellbeing Show, go to Facebook and type in the Health and Wellbeing Show Radio Plus or simply go to LinkedIn and you can find me there. My why for doing this is to contribute towards reducing the risk of mental health, something which I'm very passionate about, having had mental health issues myself and currently having to watch my dad suffer with dementia, which leads me on to the very heart of everyday mindfulness, inspired by the beautiful Joyce Meyer. Now, the principles which are founded on everyday mindfulness are from the following verse. You reap what you sow designed to bring you words of encouragement and to evoke positive change in your life as well as the life that surrounds you. First of all, I'd like to explore what mindfulness is. Mindfulness is simply being present, present in the moment and observing what's going on within and around you, really paying attention to how you're feeling and then having the ability to step outside those feelings and describe that without judging. This helps you make better decisions and helps you to respond and react in much healthier ways. Current research states that mindfulness dates back to Buddhism. But when you dig deeper, you find that mindfulness and meditation have existed long before Buddhism. And we certainly find that in Genesis chapter 24, where Isaac, the son of Abraham, was meditating to be with God in the fields. In the story of Moses, taken from the book of Exodus, Moses wasn't thinking about the past or the future, but he was very much present and he needed to be to hear God's voice and speak back to him. To be clear, this is not a mindfulness meditation. Both are very different things. What I will be doing is sharing everyday challenges that we face and sharing tips and tools and techniques to overcome and in some cases face those challenges head on. Today is episode two of the two-part series, Surviving and Thriving. Now, in episode one, I talked about giving and how that can be really good for your uh, state of mind when you're in that in-between of surviving and thriving. Now, surviving and thriving means different things to different people. And I would like to talk about this with a view of survival in the sense of everyday living and thriving in everyday living as well. That could mean paying bills, hitting your targets, getting out of bed for some or thriving in terms of saving up for that all important holiday or getting that promotion at work. And for some, it could be alleviating yourself to a a spiritual promotion. Most people are just surviving, making ends meet and some are happy with that and some aren't. A lot of people are in desperate need of thriving but can't see a way forward because they are busy surviving. And with all things in life, we have seasons, a season of survival and a season of thriving. So how do you get that balance? So last time I spoke about the feeding of the 5,000 and I'm going to stay with that theme for this episode as well. 
Right at the end of the story, which can be found in John chapter 6, verses 1 to 15, we see that Jesus retreated to be alone. You see, when the thousands of people realised that a miracle had taken place and it was Jesus who did it, they wanted to force him to be king. When in survive mode or thrive mode, how much do you try and force? And I don't mean physically, as in situations. I mean putting yourself under stress and pressure. We've all done it. I need to make this much more money to pay my bills or I need to hit my targets to go for that promotion. We live in a world where we are surrounded by constant images, stories and miracles of breakthroughs, success stories and we can fall into the trap of comparing. In fact, I have friends whom I have shared my dreams with over the years. My thrive with them and years later one or two of them have decided that they want to be a life coach or they want to write a book or they want to produce podcasts and I'm thinking hmm okay when did you decide that as a consequence I ended up putting myself under so much pressure and stress of not just dealing with the emotional aspect but producing content Is it going to be good enough? Is it going to be the same? And you know, one of the best things that you can do in those moments? Retreat. Be alone with God and pray. Read, listen to encouraging stories. By putting yourself under stress, comparison, you automatically put yourself into survive mindset, which isn't going to serve anyone, let alone you. And remember that there is enough room in the world for everyone. There is only one you. Remember that. So today I'd like to leave you with the following. Survive and thrive go hand in hand. You can make it work if you view it in a healthy way. Busying your life equals busying your mind. And balance goes out of the window and stress consumes your life. So I encourage you, try taking some time out to gain perspective and balance. And see how you get on. Goodbye and God bless. Hello and welcome to your Everyday Mindfulness, brought to you by me, Christine Charles, radio presenter for the Health and Wellbeing Show on Radio Plus Coventry, which airs every Saturday from 10am till 12 noon. Aside from being a radio presenter, I have spent the past 10 years helping to develop leaders, individuals within corporates as well as non-corporate environments as a coach, trainer and facilitator in leadership, personal and professional development. If you want to find out more about me, then go to Next Step Coaching Christine Charles or the Health and Wellbeing uh, Facebook page, or you can also try me on LinkedIn. 
Why am I doing this? Well, basically, it's to contribute towards reducing the risk of mental health, something which I am very passionate about, having had mental health issues myself and currently having to watch my dad suffer with dementia, which leads me on to the very heart of everyday mindfulness and the principles which this are founded on, which are the following verse. You reap what you sow. Designed to bring you words of encouragement and to evoke positive change in your life as well as the life that surrounds you. First of all, let's explore what mindfulness is. Mindfulness is observing what is going on within and around you, paying real attention to how you're feeling, then stepping outside yourself to describe that feeling without judgment, which will help you make better decisions. Sounds easier than done, but actually the more you put in practice, the better and easier it gets. Now, current research states that mindfulness dates back to Buddhism. But actually, when you dig deeper, you find that mindfulness and meditation has been around before the time of Buddhism. We find that in Genesis chapter 24, when Isaac, the son of Abraham, was meditating to be with God in the fields. We go on in the Bible. A story of Moses. Now Moses wasn't thinking about the past or the future, but he was very much present when he spoke with God. And whilst the Bible does not use the word mindfulness, it does reference what happens in regards to living in the past or the future and how we need to stay focused in the present and how healthy it is to be in the present. To be clear, this is not a mindfulness meditation, both are very different things. What I will be doing is sharing everyday challenges that we face and sharing tips, tools and techniques to overcome and in some cases face those challenges head on. Today is all about blessing others when you don't want to. Now what I'm talking about I know everyone will be able to relate to. I mean we've all gone through seasons in life when life seems to not be going the way you want it to, be it a relationship friendship, job or anything else. We, we see others around us moving forward, but we stood still asking, why me? When is it my turn? Have you ever been there? I know I have many times. In recent years, I have watched friends gain spiritual brothers and sisters and I'm thinking, uh, hello, feeling rejected and allowing that feeling to fill me with grief and sadness. Or... I have applied for jobs, which have my name all over it. And lo and behold, I get that letter or email saying, we regret to inform you, but... Actually, not that long ago, I was sat in my prayer room at home reading my Bible, specifically Numbers, where the story of Balaam is told. Now, Balaam is an interesting character. Balaam's story starts in the middle of the Israelites' journey from leaving Egypt and being in the wilderness. When they arrive at Moab, the king of Moab, Balak, sends for Balaam's help. Balak and the local community feared the people of Israel. Balak wanted Balaam to curse the people of Israel. Now, initially, God told Balaam not to go, and he didn't. Then, when God gave the green light with the instructions to be of sure to do what I tell you to do, He went. So the next day, Balaam sets off on his donkey and throughout his journey, the angel of God appears. 
Interestingly enough, Balaam does not see the angel, but the donkey does. Eventually, Balaam sees the angel of God and goes on to bless the people of Israel, despite being put under pressure from the king of Moab and his community to curse the people of Israel. Now, there are many lessons to this story, but what I'm going to focus on is this. There are times in your life, and it could be that time right now, when you're looking around at everyone else and wondering when it will be your turn to be happy, successful, in a relationship with the perfect man or woman. And you get stuck in the wilderness. Let's face it, the people of Israel were in the wilderness for 40 years. But in those 40 years, God saved them time and time again, using people like Balaam. The best way to get through those seasons of wilderness is to bless others. By blessing others, you are doing and saying something positive over someone's life. When you do these things, they are positive and our physiology changes and so do our thought patterns. We break a rhythm, we break habits. Just like the donkey speaking to Balaam broke his and he was able to see and speak to the angel of God who had been there all along. Despite the pressure you may be feeling, if you can find a way to take a deep breath and say to yourself, my time is coming and bless those around you who are moving forward in their journey, well, why don't you try it and see what fruits it brings into your life? Goodbye and God bless.